Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Your girl's out of closets, out of space. I swear since bringing Fred home, everyone in the house has gotten two times bigger and my house has gotten two times smaller. Like the way that I look at my dog and I'm like, why are you the size of a cow? And Liz. And also I was afraid mom would get mad at me for buying chocolate. Um, And that's how I was raised. Um. (laughs) Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz and baby Fredicini Alfredo is here with us. People were like, I can't believe you got you you took Fettuccini and made it Fredicini and left Alfredo Alfredo instead of Alfredo. Well, Fettuccini and Fredicini rhyme. Alfredo and Alfredo don't. I'm just thinking it should be Fredicini Alfredo. Like if you wanted to hit it double double. Yeah, if you want it to be that cray cray. Um. Anyway, we are back to. I mean, here we are, two episodes a week. This week, wait, no, last, last week, week, probably this week, probably this week. <laughs> and happy Valentine's Day! Oh, happy Valentine's Day! I like Valentine's Day. I know. I literally think we could listen to last year's episode. I think you mm. were like, I like it, and I think I was like, eh, I don't really care. I think it's sweet to celebrate love, like, especially when you're in love. Although this is going to be a hard one for me. Maddie left. He is, I don't think you've talked about this one time no, on the podcast. I don't know. I don't so Maddie is in the reserves. Um and so the Marine Reserves. The Marine Reserves. And so I'm not really sure how to describe it, slash what I'm allowed to say, slash I don't fully understand it. But basically he has to fulfill a requirement to the reserves every year. And um this year the requirement is two months overseas. So he is gone and I'm sad and it's hard and he won't be here for a while. He's not here today. He left last week. Yeah. So Maddie left. He's gone for like eight weeks. This is zero out of 10 experience for me. And I think it's also hard because like if you know anything about this time of year, this is like the worst time. I'm sorry. This is the worst time of the year. Okay, on one hand, it's like he is not missing a thing. Not a thing. Because there, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, I have absolutely zero things on my calendar for March. Doesn't also help that car mom stuff is kind of slowing down since Fred's here and we can't go out and like work our normal day to days slash travel and do all the yeah. things. Yeah, because well, I mean, this time last year, like we would have been at Chicago. We would have been yeah. at like, we've got invited like two other events that we've been like, yeah. no, we're not going to. So we could have been like jet setting girlies, and but we're not. We're not. So anyway, it's just kind of tough, kind of hard. But again, he's not missing anything. And like by the time he gets back, I'm going to be entering my third trimester. So also kind of perfect timing that I'm just like chilling in my second try right now. Yeah, And like you're feeling good and like he's not going to miss anything. No, we already got to do the anatomy scan. So he was here for that. And now it's just so it's like the perfect time to go. But it's yes. in a way where it's like mentally you have no distress i mean yeah no we were talking like we also were like well i was like well just go somewhere like just go jet set and it's like where with it's who? like where with who doing what and what what do i do with my dogs it's just like well i would told you i'd already take the dogs it just seems like more work than i'm willing to put in and also it's like where is a pregnant woman gonna go like travel to i know you know? I know no i know it's just so anyway we need to find some ways to fill elizabeth's day um that i can assist with with mm-hmm. a newborn so if anyone has any ideas maybe we could just i don't know what to do yeah it's also like cold no like, it's cold. it's also not nice weather <laughs> but you said you had some like home projects you were gonna yeah, like so work I have on lots of home projects i feel like i have not t- 
touched. I like have so many closets in my house and they all hold random things. And I like haven't touched them since we moved in a year ago. And it's one of those things that you don't know how a closet's going to function until you live in that space for a little bit. So now that I kind of see how things are going to function and everything, um, I'm going to organize a lot of closets. I can't really do much for for the nursery because my baby shower will be once he gets back. So that's kind of just stagnant. And I don't know. I'm just kind of boring right now. Um, you know what you should do? You should maybe have a professional organizer come over. Yeah. I have a good girl in St. Louis. Okay. She, and she's super affordable. And it's just like fun to like see what functions. Yeah. I, I would. That would be nice. Yeah. Sometimes she was so overwhelming to try and wrap your head around everything. And just also like take solidarity. And it's like, no, we all have closets that we close and run. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. The Monica closet from Friends. Like we all have those kinds of closets. Yeah. I have like five clo- of those closets in my house right now, though. So. Well, at least you have closets. That's true. Because <laughs> you don't. Because <laughs> your girl's out of closets, out of space. I swear, since bringing Fred home, everyone in the house has gotten two times bigger and my house has gotten two times smaller. Yeah, like the cow. way that I look at my dog and I'm like, why are you the size of a cow? Yeah. And why is this cow in my living room taking up so much space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's getting to be time. We're busting at the seams. Busting but at the seams. The good news is, house is easy to keep clean. And like, it's kind of nice that we're all close. I mean, truly, I don't want more rooms. I want the rooms to be bigger. Yeah. Because like when you're trying to give when there's like four of us in my bathroom, like I'm trying to give George and Hattie a bath and like Fred's in the pillow next to me. Like it's we're tight. Yeah. Things are tight. And then the dog comes in and then Tyler comes in and has to use the bathroom. Like it's too much. Smaller. Like I don't by any means have like a ginormous house or anything. And even my nursery is two times the size of your nursery. And to the average person, you'd walk into my nursery and be like, this is a normal sized room. And then you see, no, but yours isn't. It's a 10, small it's 10 by 10. Yeah. Our rooms are, yeah. our rooms are so. They're very small. And I'm sure like, you know, people, I know people live in smaller houses, but we just like, it's one of those things like we bought this house being like, it's a two year house. And now we're going in year six. Yeah. And that's on forecasting your family growth. And that's on I should have taken my own car buying advice. And we should have bought a bigger house in the beginning. Um. Because it's just, it's a tough market and it's just, whatever. I don't need to get into it. Yeah. And, you know, my kids share rooms so I can afford a Louis Vuitton, which is... Right, yeah. Which, if you don't know that story, just... I got the most atrocious DM recently and it was saying, I hate how your kids share room while you have a Louis Vuitton purse. And you're like... And I'm like, okay. It's not that big of a deal that my kids share room and also... Also, I trade the purse for a four-bedroom house. Is that, do you yeah, have, do you have that, one that you're offering? Yeah, for whatever, $1,200, <laughs> whatever Louis Vuitton costs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, love it. Um, today's episode is random, per usual. But anyway, let's get into it. Okay. Do you have a millennial word? I or do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I think I'll just like have stuff as we go. But I okay, can start yeah, with yeah. the millennial word. So it's time for the millennial word of the day, where we learn Gen, Gen Z, Z slang, so we can be less lame. lame. And today's word is vibe check. Mm. Vibe check. Vibe check. I feel like we've talked about this. Um, well, I feel like we've talked about we vibe and then we say check. Like, because check is also a word that the kids are using. And they put, yes. like, Sydney will always be like, something, something check. Like, I could be like, it's like new mom check. Yeah. Baby right. check. Kind of like, it's giving bride. Bride check. Bride check. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Vibe check mean? is an impromptu, an impromptu attempt to a certain mood, opinions, and attributes. It's what wiktionary says i didn't know wiktionary so i think vibe check would be like like 
if someone was like, hey, Kelly, how are you feeling post? Like the millennial version would be like, hey, how are you holding up? The Gen yeah. Z version would be like, hey, what's your, hey, vibe check. Yeah, vibe check. I don't know how you're doing. Yeah. An example of when a person may use it is when a friend gives off bad vibes by being pessimistic and you confront them with a vibe check to see what's wrong. Vibe check. Vibe check. <laughs> I love so that So I think word. it's okay to just like, it's just like, it's a check-in. Like, let's see how we're feeling. Like, let's do a quick vibe check. So millennial challenge, text a friend and just ask him, give him a vibe check. Yeah. Check yeah. in on someone whose vibes could be off. Yeah. And just ask what their vibes are. I've gotten a lot of people vibe check me <clears throat> this me too. week. Me too. Yeah. Well, yeah, with Fred and with Maddie leaving, it's like, I've gotten a lot of vibe checks. And how? And it's very appreciated. Let's, and uh, do you want to do a vibe check? I feel like I already did my vibe oh, check. Yeah, I guess so I'm like doing uh, fine. Not great. Yeah. Vibes are kind of off. Mm-hmm. As to be expected. Yeah. Um, my vibes are still pretty solid. I mean, Fred has decided to, and one here's one thing about having a newborn. No one has more opinions on Oh my gosh. Someone's motherhood when it comes to a newborn. No, it's not like even your motherhood. It's it's your every aspect of your life. I know, but like everyone kind of shuts up when you have toddlers and kids because I think like everyone kind of is like, oh yeah, we all just do our best. But yeah. everyone has an opinion on how to do it with a newborn. Um, and like I'll share something that I'm like, this surely this isn't controversial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> controversial. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Fred's doing really well. He um has his days and nights a little confused. And looking back, um, my fault because um we sat in bed a lot which is like whatever like you want to do what you want to do but the poor guy probably start his probably thought the day didn't start till 4 30 when we got out of bed and went to pick up the kids from right daycare. yeah he's confused and then it's like then we had dinner and then we were up and like then he's starting his day so he's been up from like 11 to 2 a lot mm. um but we're figuring it out we're gonna start now i'm feeling better we're gonna have some good weather coming up my goal is to get out at least like once a day good that'll be good for him Good for him. Good for me. Good for us all. Good for everyone. Um, okay, so let's get into my little driveway dump, shall okay, we? Let's do it. Okay, it's not too long, but I feel like I got so much off my chest last time that I am feeling okay. Um, okay, this is kind of gross. Trigger warning. Period underwear. I'm, I'm back to it. So my husband does listen to this podcast. So babe, if you just want to fast forward um, a few minutes during this portion. And if my husband's listening, I want you to turn it up because i want you to know what i go through <laughs> okay got it okay oh oh fred is triggered fred. fred check fred vibe check fred's vibes are pretty good um okay so period underwear as you've been following me on instagram i went on a period underwear journey i like to go on journeys and i i mm-hmm. i do this um i want to start by mentioning there is a lawsuit going around for another brand of period underwear called thinks t-h-i-n-x they're doing some sketchy things. They have like a five hundred million dollar lawsuit. Oh, I use Nix, K N I X, no lawsuit. So I want to like, okay, I want to like put that out there. Yeah, because like, Thinks and Nix, like they're very similar. Thinks avoid Nix, still solid. Okay, and obviously I haven't had a period in a while, but now I'm postpartum, and I talked to my doctor prior to delivering about like what she thought about period underwear, mm-hmm. and she did advise me for the first two weeks she wanted me to not use them so I could track my bleeding because like you want to make sure yeah. you're not bleeding too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now that I'm past the two-week marks, I started using my period underwear. It's 10 out of 10 situation. So good. So good. It's just so much comfier. And I've, like, done, like, I've talked extensively about period underwear. And, like, I really, like, can't bring myself to talk about it. I think I have a highlight somewhere. Because, like, I can't bring the talk about, like, the care and the smell and all of that. Like, uh-huh, I'm not doing it. Yeah. But trust me, it's all fine. It all checks out. And if you've never tried them, like, just get your, my, if you've never tried it, my suggestion would be, and again, I like Nick's not sponsored. Don't have a code. Wish I did. 
I would suggest getting like a sleep, like one of like their sleep short ones. Yeah. And like starting with with that. that. Yeah. Because like maybe like you're not ready to like too much like wearing it throughout the day, which I understand. And like you have to like know your flow and stuff like that. But like I would suggest go get like the boy short from NYX and like what a treat to put on. And the evening. (laughs) Yeah, I've never I've never tried period underwear. Well, Mm. you should see if I get there. Okay, so now that I'm done with my period underwear journey, I'm now on a hair care journey. Yeah, you are. So we talked about this last time. One thing I like to do. Okay, well, I want to like say a few more things. Well, about you've, it. you've said more now, yeah. So continue. And I've, I'm further along on the journey now. Okay, please give us an update. So one thing I like to do postpartum. I've done this with all three of my kids. Is I like to um. I always like to budget a little bit of like money for my postpartum journey for myself. So like with George, I was like, and this is like my best advice to new moms. Like mm-hmm. if you can, if you can find it in your budget, save some money over your for your postpartum body because like yeah. you're gonna want some clothes that fit. Yeah. So like if you can say if you can like find a couple hundred bucks, sell some stuff, save some stuff, like make sure you have done that. So with George, I invested in some new clothes with Hattie. I was like, I also want to do something fun. Mm-hmm. So with Hattie, I like um, what did I do with Hattie? I don't remember. I think I just started getting facials or something like I I, I had a couple hundred bucks saved for like something with Hattie. And with Fred, I'm like, I'm going to master my hair. Yeah. And so invest in the hair. Invest in the hair. I don't. This is one of my blessings in this world. I don't have postpartum hair loss i've never knock on wood i've yeah. never had postpartum hair loss um so hopefully that continues to be the case yeah um so anyway i've been investing in some hair care products mm-hmm. so i spent like 230 dollars at sephora Oy. i know hair care products are so but i've never expensive. done it like i've been yeah. like buying like it at marshall's which everyone's mm-hmm. like don't buy it at discounted stores which like i got it but like yeah. your girl was doing what she had to do right and i've been using this macadamia oil all through high school all through college yeah. all through my adult life and it was just like doing nothing for me i'm like yeah, this is I'm, just i was like, using it as like a detangler mm-hmm. so now i have like real products and I, it was my day one of using them um because i'm trying to still master the air wrap mm-hmm. anyway all that to say is i'm on a hair care journey i'll keep okay. you guys updated yeah i don't have any opinions yet because it's just day one yeah, yeah yeah and we don't want you to just throw opinions out there where you don't have any no, reason no, no, to no, say no. them we never do that um we almost have 100k on youtube yeah we have like 95 uh and so close we so if you have not subscribed to our youtube channel we would super super Thanks for the karma super YouTube channel yeah the karma YouTube channel we would super appreciate it because we get a plaque at 100k yeah it's been on my vision board same so anyway subscribe to our channel yeah um valentine's day let's break it down i like I how said, are you celebrating so i'm not gonna do anything probably um i don't i don't know i thought about that you know what i always do and i've been doing this since really i was 16 and i could drive and had some money um is i would go to the store and i would buy a big heart box of dark chocolate so fun. i love an assorted um why not box of chocolates um and <laughs> when i was like 16 or when i was like living at home and i would do this i would hide it under my bed because a i didn't want my snoopy siblings to eat my assorted chocolate and also i was afraid mom would get mad at me for buying chocolate um and that's how i was raised um <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit a little bit about our trauma <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> So I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll get myself. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll like even skip the grocery store and like order online or go to like a nice candy shop and like get myself a nice box of chocolates because hey, now that I'm a now. I'm pregnant, yeah, so it's like literally. might as well. And um, I might I will either make myself a really nice dinner, like I love having trip scampi on Valentine's Day, or I will order like a heart shaped pizza from somewhere and, and smash that. And there will be no one between. Oh, like I'm not gonna have like 
grilled chicken that no, night. No, you know, no, it's no, going to no, either no. be like super decadent or it's going to be Domino's. So Love. we'll see. Um, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Tyler and I just were. Well, I did get Tyler a present this year um, because he needed something. It was like just a little like um, leather toiletry bag that yeah. I got from Andrew. It's really nice. It's really nice. Um, but we don't really do a lot. Like literally Tyler and George have like a haircut scheduled for tonight. Like, yeah. okay, like they're just doing that. Yeah. But I did tell Tyler one thing I wanted him to do is buy Hattie some flowers. Yeah, that's true. Because I felt like also I was like, you need to buy her flowers one. So she's not impressed when some guy shows up with like gas station daisies. Like, let's make Mm -hmm. like, let's set some expectations. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, well, my dad gets me a dozen red roses every Valentine's Day. Yeah. And like the first man who buys her flowers should be her father. And and that's triggering. It's darling. And especially that she's the only girl. It's like she can be the princess no all hail princess hattie like she's yeah. such a princess lately too so i told tyler i was like don't even get me flowers but like you have to buy yeah hattie some flowers or like do something special with hattie on valentine's yeah, day i think that's really sweet and maybe i don't know tyler's mom always made valentine's day very special for her kids like mm-hmm. she was the kind of mom who would do like heart-shaped breakfast and like yeah. got him presents and like i don't know what i'm gonna do but we'll see yeah i don't know I don't know what you do with kids like i love like a heart-shaped pancake moment or something um well what i've heard is that the kids like are not so there's like this like i don't know a lot about it so please no one become being being mad at me or you can send me the research if you want but apparently like a red dye is like super controversial right now have you seen some of this no but i have heard that it's not which i i feel like we all knew like red dye wasn't good for us but now i guess like some new things have come out or like it's just gone viral on like how bad it is for us and apparently it's in a lot of valentine's day candy so i saw one of my friends share on facebook that they were like Oh, now they, they're not allowed to bring candy on Valentine's Day anymore. Ugh. So they can bring like little toys, which is like the last thing Ugh. we freaking need. Like stop with the trinkets. It's, um, it is kind of tough to be, I feel like, a grade school kid now. I mean, oh, like, they're not allowed to bring birthday treats. Birthday treats. I mean, I'm sure it's like. I mean, you used to be able to bring like, yeah, like like homemade cupcakes. And like now, like didn't, couldn't even. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. Has to be store bought, which like. Okay, not better. And now you can't even bring, I guess, anything with red, which I mean, it's hard because like it makes sense, but it's also just like we're robbing them. I totally agree. I, um, I freaking love Valentine's Day in grade school. You know what I think was the best Valentine to get? Hmm. Was fun dip. Fun dip. How did how, you know I was going to say did that? You know? <laughs> because we are the because we live the same childhood. Be- and no, it's because that's obviously the best one because when do you just go and get fun dip you, only on valentine's no, day no and fun dip was such a new what was the actual chalk stick like the stick had no God, flavor it was so chalk disgusting it was you take would chalk it and, and then dip it in sugar sugar and it was just do that and then oh my gosh and then how about how you like when you like the valentine's day ones are nice because it was a one flavor scenario yeah you buy the pack it's two sticks three flavors it's like shut up give me three sticks give me three sticks yeah. or give me two flavors Right, right, right. That was that and was. And then you have the kids who would just use their finger after they finish the sticks, and then you have blue finger. Blue finger. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Um. Yeah. Fun dip though. Freaking sounds pretty fire right Honestly, now. Honestly, like lie. justice for the teachers on Valentine's Day because we were sitting around eating fun dip in the third grade, and then we had to like do an afternoon of social studies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. Oh, that is so funny. Anyway, that was my dump. I didn't have too much. Well, I've got I've got a couple of things. Oh, um, uh, uh, hold on. What's yours going to be called? It's called um driveway. No, I have driveway. Um, it's, it's called freeway fun time 
<laughs> I'll workshop that. Um, I actually only have one thing. But um, I've been, I feel like Reels has been, I'm okay. So I'm experiencing the same addiction I had to TikTok as I'm having to Instagram Reels where I will just sit there and be addicted to it. However, I feel like I'm learning so much more on Reels. Oh, good. Like, I don't know. I just feel like my reels are very like thought provoking. <laughs> um, and um, I saw this reel and it was talking about eating out versus eating in. Now, I went to Panera the other day and I got myself a sandwich and a drink. It was $16. Robbery. Robbery. I'm like, even like I would expect $12. Uh-huh. And that's like still, mm-hmm. you know, $16. It is so expensive. And so I saw this reel that was talking about how expensive it's getting to eat out. And it was saying how um, the average meal out is like $13, which I think is pretty cheap. Agreed. Actually. Agreed. But I guess that's a, it's including like all fast food. Um, and then the average meal to make at home is like $4. So it did the math, but it was like eating out is like 300% more expensive than eating in. That's crazy. Which is all about like ditching the drive through and stuff. But um, I'm just like, I'm kind of want to challenge myself for um, like instead of like just ditching the drive through and making whatever I can make at home. Like, what do I what did I get from Panera? And could I recreate that thing at home? No, I think that's actually a very good mindset shift. And I've kind of like especially like I feel like one way that like, they always get you is the drink. And it's like sometimes you want a fun drink. So it's like. Yeah. You know, I think on some of them, like, oh, I don't want to buy soda. I don't want to keep it in the house. Or I don't want to buy, mm-hmm. you know, Gatorades and keep them in the house. But then, like, I want a beverage out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what if I just, like, it's like, you need to, like, learn the self-control at your home. But then, like, if you want a soda, like, have one in your fridge that was, like, yeah. a fifth of the cost. Yeah. And then pack that. What I've been trying to do, because I did this the other day, Elizabeth. Fred and I had to go to the doctor. And I, like, wasn't hungry enough for a meal. But I was like, oh, I'll just, like, stop at Starbucks and, like, get a snack. Okay. Freaking it. Fifth, whatever. Little protein box and drink yeah. later. I was like, that was the stupidest thing I've ever spent money yeah. on. Because guess what I had? Like, remember how we had that one just the drive through when the girls, like, just take a bunch of stuff and make a trail mix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've started doing that with the kids and with myself. It's like, yeah. no, I threw some pretzels, a Baby Bell cheese, two strawberries in a little container, walked out the door. Okay. Same thing. Sa- Way cheaper. And same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, like, have to. And I think. I think the key to like going out and about in your day is like sometimes I stop and get a meal because I'm hungry and like Uh you're not it's it's sometimes hard to like stop and get a snack. Yeah. So it's like oh I'll just like go through I'll just get like a sandwich. Yeah. And then you spent more you ate more so like just don't leave the house without a snack. That's a good thing to note and on one more thing I will say um, about taking foods that you like to eat out and make remaking them at home. I had a hankering for Buffalo Wild Wings the other day and i acted on the craving and buffalo wild wings chicken not good not good garbage nothing nothing special it's their sauce Mm -hmm. that i am there for they have so many sauces so many options their chicken in and of itself not good now here's the thing you can buy every sauce that they make Mm -hmm. so what i'm going to do next time is i'm going to get those like bare chicken nuggets from Mm -hmm. the grocery store that are like the um chick-fil-a dupe and i'm just going to douse those in the in buffalo, buffalo wild wings sauce and then and buffalo wild wings is so expensive it's so expensive and then feed yourself like you feed your toddler grab something else out of your fridge exactly and then you're not just eating like boneless wings with exactly. their disgusting veggies that have been sitting on the yeah, counter their for, veggies are 
are garbage. So anyway, that is everything I've learned. So that was freeway fun time with Liz. And I think, again, not to go like feed yourself like you feed your toddler. Like you wouldn't like leave for a day without a snack for your toddler. So stop doing that for yourself. Yeah. And just, you like, know you're going to be hungry. Just, know like, your body. Take something you're tired of looking at your fridge. Like I have these stupid like little like mm-hmm. giant thing of walnuts. I bought at Aldi's. And it's like, what well, yeah. have been there for five ever? Put those in my car. You know because what? you're not desperate enough to eat walnuts at your house. You're desperate enough in the car to eat when walnuts. When would I ever be desperate enough to grab a handful of walnuts in yeah. my kitchen? Yeah. Never. Exactly. Never. I feel we have to stop. We have to dish the drive through in all aspects of our life. Yeah. In Culver's, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Okay, y'all. It's time for the grade eight. The grade eight is a game we play where we pick a category, pick eight things within that category, and then debate them until we have a winner okay before we do that can i say one thing that like we have not talked about on the podcast yeah what i i don't know like who needs to call me and like give me some money for this but like do you did you hear who's playing ryle and it ends with us um the guy i predicted from jane no, the virgin I thought he was playing atlas no elizabeth i was, was playing ryle he's playing ryle that's literally the person well, there was I an said. article about him wanting to produce it and that's how we no came no, to no, that. no 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 i knew that elizabeth mm. i called it before okay you could check the time you know oh my gosh who was it that i saw oh who would have been okay blair um not blair uh blake, blake lively playing lily is her name not a good not cast. a good cast you know who they should have cast who was um the redhead from um stranger things i don't know her the sure. uh they should have cast a redhead it's the girl who's also i think she was also the girl who was in taylor swift's music video but oh yeah yeah, yeah. and blake lively's too old lily's yeah. like what like 22 yeah and i was listening to the morning toast podcast and they made a good point so it's like so then who's playing younger lily because like if they would have chose a younger actress they could have just made her look made younger. her look younger but you're not gonna you're gonna have to do a new blake, actress if, blake, if they try to show me blake lively as a high schooler i'm gonna walk out of the theater yeah that was i don't like that casting but we'll see i mean i love blake lively same, but like the same. i just don't think this is for her but we'll see anyway um back to, to the great eight because yeah, yeah, yeah. you interrupted me i did it's time for the great eight um, since it is Valentine's Day, we thought it would be cute to do a Valentine's Day themed great eight. So the great eight is going to be famous TV couples. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a hot topic. And we also Elizabeth and I had to chose people who like of shows we've both seen. So like yeah. apologies if you haven't seen these shows. Apologies if we left people out of your favorite shows. But this is our list and our show. And if you want to have your Thoughts be heard. Comment on our latest Instagram post. Yes. So um, we did pre-pick them. So I'll just read them off who we're going to battle oh head to head. so excited. Okay. So we have Ross and Rachel. Duh. Jim and Pam. Ugh. Marshall and Lily. From How I Met Your Mother. Jess and Nick from New Girl. And then I also, I'm more of a Cece and Schmidt girl from New Girl. So we have two New Girl ones. Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Blair and Chuck from Gossip Girl. And Mitch and Cam from Modern Family. <laughs> These are so fun. <laughs> I don't know how we how we pair these off. You you have to do it though. <laughs> okay, let's start with. I, I mean, I think we need to start with the new girl ones because we can't have two new girl okay. ones flying. Okay. So Jess and Nick versus Cece and Schmidt. Let's talk about. I mean, Jess and Nick's. I don't know what what are we basing this off of. Like, what is our parameters? Like, it's the kind who gave us more butterflies on screen. Like, who we here's all would I rather say. double date with. Like, who, I want. I've always wanted, like, when I see Je- uh, Schmidt and Cece on screen, I'm like, I want a man who loves me like Schmidt loves Cece. 
I feel that. He adores her. And they're so fun together. Like, um, Jess and Nick are, like, Nick's, su- they're both such lovable and likable characters. Their chemistry, though, doesn't hit as hard to me as Schmidt and Cece. Okay, do. I disagree with that. I actually think their chemistry is, I think they ha- they feel like they have more chemistry because there's just so much of, like, a, like, delayed mm-hmm. love. Like, mm-hmm. they don't really get together to, like, the very end, basically, mm-hmm. of, like, when they're finally together. So yeah. it's, like, that trope of, like, always meant to be than like it finally is um but i do see what you're saying about like how schmidt loves Cece, and, and then we see how they have a family together and they were just like a more i was more invested in their love story than jess and Nick's. well and like i also think at the end of the day like it took like what's a good love story a good love story is people who figured it out sooner like nick and jess took five ever to figure out they, they, they the were the first in love. day that schmidt, schmidt met, met so yeah. said he'd marry her so that that they're just a better couple for me okay i don't disagree with you so we will take jess and nick off and cc and cc and schmidt move forward move forward okay then let's do ben and leslie versus mitch and cam um <laughs> modern family is such a funny show it is such a good show i mean i could have done I could have done all of those couples on Modern Family. Um, I know, but I would say like Mitch and Cam have like the most like tradition, like they there's feels like the most love, I guess, because it's kind of similar to like, I think, Cece and Schmidt, where it's like that unconditional blind love, I guess, because it's like on paper, like they like you wouldn't think they would like yeah. work or like be yeah, so yeah, in yeah. love and like they are. Um, But I do love. Ben, um, ben, and ben and Leslie are also a very fun couple to watch. It's just like when you have a character that's just like so wacky and crazy like Leslie and then like you have someone who compliments them. But that's and just loves like Mitch so and Cam. Much. Like, um, like Cam is so crazy. Yeah. And Mitch brings him. Down. Wait, right? Yeah. 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 Mitch is the redhead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um actually just finished binging modern family they just always got into so many like i mean i know it's like a sitcom about relationships like modern family however like sometimes they would just upset me because they would get so they would just like go instead of just telling each other how it was they would like go in these circles yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. it would become a bigger thing not than a lot of open communication no but um i'm fine with giving it to ben and leslie i, don't, I also haven't seen i haven't seen parks and rec in a really long time um and they have the triplets. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's Ben and Leslie. Okay, that's fine. I don't think either one's going to win. Okay. Yeah. Now let's do... Oh, this is going to get tough. Let's do Jim and Pam versus Marshall and Lily. Here's the problem. These with, are kind of similar. I know. Here's the problem with Marshall and Lily. Like I... Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite TV shows yeah. ever. Like yeah. it is It is my... Com- like, you know, some people have like friends as their comfort show. Yeah. I like friends. But like if I wanted to watch something on repeat, mm-hmm. I would watch How I Met Your Mother. And I feel like I lo- I love Marshall and Lily, but then I like heard that like the guy who plays Marshall like was really like mean in real life, and it's like kind of ruined oh, it for me. I like that Jason Siegel or something. Like his name. I like that actor. That's sad. Maybe I'm wrong. Here's the thing: Jim and Pam had potentially the best payoff of mm-hmm. a relationship in a comedy for. For The Office to be a pure comedy, and yet it can give you the emotions that I mean, Jim and Pam I, I, uh, yes. getting together would. And it was this like forbidden love at first, which is like juicy. And then once 
they like would make eye contact and like fell in love over time. Oh my gosh. It's it just, has to be Jim and Pam. Like, it's them. No. Their payoff was better. Uh, Marshall and Lily were a really fun couple to watch, but. And I think they had a lot of love for each other, but I also think like they didn't, they don't have, which I don't, I know, I know we're like comparing the characters. They do not have the chemistry that Jim and Pam have. Like Mm-mm. I would not believe, like if you were to tell me that like re- the people who play Marshall and Lily were dating in real life, I would never believe you. But like, I think that Jim and Pam maybe dated for like a minute in real life. They could say the, both in both those actors. One of their huge strengths is being able to say so much with just a look, because that's like the whole thing mm-hmm. in the office. Um, and they said a lot about love by just looking. That's such a solid one. Okay, then let's do Blair and Chuck versus Ross and Rachel. Um, you know what? I was never fully convinced with Ross and Rachel. No, I'm not a Ross and Rachel person. Um, I honestly think I, Mon- Monica and Chandler are the better friends couple. I would agree. And I uh, were they on a break? Weren't they on a break? I don't care. I've never been one who, to be invested. What do you think? I actually think they, they were. were on a break. I, th- I think they were on a break too. They were on a break. They were a hundred percent on a break. They were on a break. I don't, and that's why I just don't even see the other side as uh, like that they were. And I'm on not a break. saying he should have done what he did, but they were on a break. They were on a break. Yeah. So like, if she didn't want to forgive for that, that's fine. But like, you were on a break. Yeah, I I was just never convinced with them. Like, she was too like he was like too like nerdy and weird. And no, I agree. He's too nerdy and weird. And there wasn't to me there wasn't the chemistry. And you know what? A lot of these couples that we've actually already been through can be a nerdy and weird can a cool girl can date a nerdy and weird guy and have so much love and for have him. so much love and chemistry and i, and I don't cringe when they see kiss. it for them 100 percent agree okay so, and okay then, we didn't even talk about blair and chuck, well, blair and chuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll talk about them next time okay so our final four is jim and pam cc and schmidt ben and leslie blair and chuck this is hard okay let's do oh my gosh ben and, i don't know what to do here because you're gonna be pissed no matter how i do it um jim and pam versus ben and leslie they're kind of comedy couples. Yeah, let's do that. No, because I think... Yeah, that's fine. Jim and Pam versus Ben and Leslie. Obviously, Jim and Pam. Sorry, Ben yeah, and Leslie yeah, for playing. Yeah. Okay, then we have Cece and Schmidt versus Blair and Chuck. Okay, Blair and Chuck. It's also been a very long time since I've seen Gossip Girl, I so mean, you need to like, paint love, the picture for okay, me. I like... Which, like, this trope is, like, a little controversial sometimes, but, like, I like the rich guy, like, spoils the girl. Like, I like watching and reading books about that because, like, I think that's cute. But, like, Blair also was, like, what I like about Chuck and Blair's relationship is, like, obviously, Blair was obviously very well off, too. But Chuck had this money and was troubled. But, like, Blair was smart. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, at, like, they definitely had a lot of, like, they they almost had, like, that enemies to lovers kind of thing, too, which I also like in enemies to lovers trope. I like them all. I mean, I think, like, I would get more like butterflies on like Blair and Chuck's payoff than I would Cece and Cece and Schmidt. Well, it's also a drama versus a comedy on like dra- on like yeah, you know, payoff like but that. I, again, this is where like we still haven't even decided like what exactly like is it just is it who you'd rather go out with? Is it like who gave you more butterflies? Is it like who has a more likely chance of getting divorced? Like, what <laughs> I, don't, is, I don't I don't what know. What is the parameters? I don't know what the parameters are. Um Blair and Chuck also what I like Blair was just so unapologetically herself throughout it all and he because of his wealth he really could have had any number of of women and he had so much love for who Blair was as a person which I feel like in that world is kind of more unique you know Mm -hmm. um but Cece and Schmidt are you know what here's the thing is I like I love Schmidt's love for Cece. I don't love Cece's love for Schmidt. 
I'm going to give it to Blair and Chuck then. That's I, fine. I agree with you. And now we have Jim and Pam versus Blair and Chuck. Uh, it's probably going to have to be Jim, Jim and Pam. Pam. I can't. I, I agree. Because also, Blair and Chuck, mm, toxic. <laughs> toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Some toxic <laughs> tendencies. Yeah. Everything about... um. And Everything like, about ugh. Jim and Pam was great. I know. Like, remember when they were like, oh, there's just so many, like, good. Like, you just, I agree. Like, you just, like, felt their love. And, like, you mm-hmm. felt their, like, they were always meant to be. Yeah. And there mm-hmm. was, like, no one else that they would ever date that I was invested in. Like, sometimes when, like, Blair was, like, dating, like, someone else. Like, even, like, that prince she dated. Which, like, again, like, he turned out to be, like, a not a good guy. Remember? No, she, like, married the prince for, like, five minutes. And, and then, like, Chuck broke her dowry or something crazy. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, there's times where, like, Blair would go out on a date or Chuck would go out on a date. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, sure, like, I see that. But, like, I never bought, like, when Jim was dating that one girl, Karen. Mm. I, when Pam was with Roy. When, like, yeah. I just, like, never bought it all because, like, they were always meant, meant to, be. to be. Yeah. Jim and Pam. Grade eight of TV couples. That, that was, was a fun a, one. That was a fun one. I like that. I okay. could, like, kept going. No, same. Okay, quick little industry news. Ditch the drive through because we actually have to get going because I've got things to do today. Fred and I are going to meet with a lactation consultant because we are. Because we're having something happen. Okay. Well, we're just, I mean, I just, like, didn't want, like, all the opinions right. to come with. I mean, <laughs> right. He's fine. He has a little bit of a tongue tie, and I didn't think it was affecting latching, but he has some blisters, and his pediatrician wanted me to go see this lactation Perfect. consultant. So. What do we have on the industry news front, Kel? Yeah, for sure. So, um, first of all, this is this came out a while ago, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet because I was having a baby. Um, so there is the, <laughs> this is crazy gossip, but you know, like how some Hyundai and Kia vehicles can be stolen easily thanks to the Kia boys mm-hmm. who like are on TikTok and like mm-hmm. you can steal it with a USB, and like we're still talking about this months and months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hyundai and Kia have still refused to call it a recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're being li- who zers. Yeah. Okay. Well, now someone's taking action, and it's State Farm and Progressive, and they are no longer. They are declining new policies on some Hyundais and Kias after a nationwide thefts. Um, so they're either raising rates on current policies or they are not insuring any new vehicles. So don't panic if you like. It's not all Hyundais and Kias. So like mm-hmm. you you have to know if it's one of yours. And like the newer. It's basically if you have a physical key, you you may be part of the vehicles that can be stolen. If you have a push to start, then you're good. Um, so, yeah. So now these are no longer being insured, which is very scary for the people who own the cars. Yeah. It's very scary for the dealers who are trying to sell these cars. It's very scary for the used car market when these cars get traded in or go through auction because yeah. it's like a non-insurable car. So Kia and Hyundai need to wake up and you treat like a recall. You need to do right by these people. Yeah. And come up with a solution and you need to pay for it. Yeah, I agree. And that's my TED Talk. So there's that one. Um, And then this was kind of interesting. So this is kind of a trend we're seeing. So remember how when we talked with Zach the other day? Um, and we were saying how like Tesla's dropped their prices and like mm-hmm. one of the main reasons they dropped their prices was so they could qualify for this yeah. EV tax credit thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Ford did the same thing. So Ford slashes prices and increases production of the 2023 Mustang Mach-E. Now the Mach-E, if you've heard me talk about it in the EV world, is like, it's the closest thing to a Tesla killer I've ever seen because mm-hmm. like it has sold the the most EVs behind Tesla. So like people are loving the Mach-E. Haven't spent a lot of time in one. We saw one at, I saw one at the Chicago Auto Show last year and like played around with it a little, but mm-hmm. I've never had the opportunity to like drive one or like really play with one. So. Yeah. Saw one at the New York Auto at Show too. Ford. Thanks, babe. Um, so now the base Mustang Mach-E price has a starting price of 47.4. Yikes. And Ford is, no, that, but that's better. Ford has cut prices by as much know, as 5,900. Like so expensive. I know. 
Um, the price cut, though, applies to the upper trim level, such as the GT and the California Route 1. And it's just saying that Ford followed the strategy of that Tesla made. So basically, um, it just has to be under a certain range. I think it's 70000 I think it has to be under $70,000 to get this tax credit thing. So there you go. So now okay. Ford did the same thing. Um, and then... By the time this podcast has come out, hopefully I will have like had other content up. But the Grand Highlander did get released. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to, like I said, have a video out because I'm looking at the press kit. And our friends over at Automotive News got us some like good content from the vehicle mm-hmm. as well. But what do I think? Um, it's the exterior I like. It's boxy. I think it looks a lot more like, like it's Lexus cousins tell me tell me what this is trying to be comparable to what is this one trying to compete i like a palisade okay the palisade the pilot the traverse like those bigger because the highlander the current highlanders it stood was like people always love to like put it in like the mid-size category Mm -hmm. but like to me it's like a kia sorrento volkswagen tiguan like it's one of the smaller so now this is competing with the slightly not full size but slightly yeah and i'm honestly surprised i actually think toyota should have just redone the highlander to make it this because like i don't really like the idea of two sizes of a highlander like to me i just i i honestly hate the old highlander to me it's mm. just like such a four passenger vehicle it kind of it's kind of like the gmc acadia like i love the acadia but it's a four passenger car because like there's nothing there's no trunk space there's a very compact third row so this just seems like we are seeing more just, like, brands do the like grand though. something and then it's essentially two cars it's the difference between a sorrento and a telluride you know but it's just the highlander versus the grand highlander Highlander. and 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 to me i'm like okay so it's bigger than the highlander like like, that make i don't have to know anything about the car and i already know it's bigger than the highlander so what i'm most excited what i was most excited to see is in the third row which it's very hard to get because you know in these in these photos they're trying to like make it look so cool and like pushing the third row up um, but the trunk space looks very nice with the third row up for the size of the vehicle like it's definitely giving pilot palisade atlas trunk i don't i need to look up the exact cubic mm-hmm. feet um but what's exciting is in the third row they added two tether anchors instead of just one so the previous highlander and the sequoia have wow. you heard me talk about yeah, it a hundred yeah, yeah. times one tether anchor where elizabeth where in is the middle it? seat in the middle seat they put one on the passenger side as well so a little bit more flexibility a little bit more flexibility i mean it's just like why could you throw it on the other side as well because i actually sometimes prefer when the tether anchor is on the single seat because like this is a 60 40 split in the third yeah, row so yeah. like the middle seat and the passenger seat are on one side meaning that that passenger seat is a little smaller than the driver's side seat so i would have rather had the tether anchor on the other side if i had, hey, had hey, my way a with win's, it a win's a win a, w- a win is a win yeah um so that's notable um the interior i mean it looks nice i think more there's a lot of upgrades in the exterior which I think I think people are really going to like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 stunning. Yeah, I'm excited to see one in person because, of course, they always make it look like so cool in these press kit photos and everything. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see it in person. And that's my industry news. Okay, so now it's time for our ditch the drive through. We do have a voicemail for our ditch the drive through, and if you want to call and leave your own, you can do so by calling nine five nine carpool. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I love your podcast. This is Jenna from California, and I have a ditch to the drive-thru that is perfect if you are especially pregnant and can have those deli meats. Um, so it's really simple. You just heat your oven to 350 and you buy some ciabatta bread, 
some provolone cheese, some tomatoes, and pesto. I personally love the pesto from Trader Joe's. And then you just cut the ciabatta bread, um, smear the pesto, slice up some tomatoes, and put a slice of cheese, and then wrap it up in foil and put it in the oven for about 20 minutes or until the cheese is melted and the bread is nice and soft. It is just a nice hot sandwich that can be for either lunch or dinner. So would love it if you gave it guys a try. It's just really yummy. So here's what I like about this recipe. I like a lot about it. I like a lot about it too. I have been like craving sandwiches since being pregnant. So my workaround has been BLTs. Um, but when you heat up deli meat, then it's fair game to eat. So that's the theory. That's the theory. That's what I've heard. Um, and so I feel like you can do this. You can cut out the deli meat still if you want, or this gives you an opportunity to have meat on your sandwich if you put it in the oven, wrap it in tin foil. Sounds like a like an A class experience. And it's giving ditch the Panera. It's giving get exactly. it's giving get Elizabeth her sixteen dollars back. <laughs> literally like go i need to go buy some nice bread which like once you like buy, and like buy the nice ingredients like you don't have to go to the store and buy no, like the cheap ingredients to get a sandwich better. and you're still coming out ahead no i first like ciabatta say less the way i'm sold at anything that includes the word ciabatta in it say less absolutely um and one more thing i want to say please too because this kind of goes along with my ditch the panera drive-thru maddie and i had a little going away barbecue for him and we went to uh costco before to stock up and we were looking at like chips to have at our barbecue and he was like let's just buy a box of chips like individually packaged chips so we got the um we didn't even go with like Lay's. Like we went with like the nicer mm-hmm. kind of kettle cooked brand that had Those like jalapeno, salt and vinegar. But we had a box of chips, which was really nice for a barbecue because then everyone can select which kind they want. Mm-hmm. And then we're not left with just like Bunch half of open bags that is, of chips. Liz, that's, that's a good half. And then we're left with unopened mini bags of chips so i make my my delicious sandwich that i put in the oven wrapped it in foil and then i go and grab salt and vinny chips and it's like i'm at panera except better because panera doesn't have salt and vinny wow so anyway that's a good that's a good hack too so please give us a call in with 959 carpool or you can write into hello at the official.com <laughs> for your to the drive through for any advice for anything you want to tell us on the pod and that is our episode and it was very incredibly random. As we're doing, usual. we're doing our best. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. Happy Valentine's Day, and we'll, we'll talk see to you, you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.